0: Bear with me for just a moment, please. All right. Um, Let's see. Okay. I think we're, yep, we're streaming. Great. All right. Um, I think I've turned off the waiting room. I thought I did. Thank you, everybody, for your patience. All right, let's go ahead and get started. Thank you all so much for joining today. My name is Kara Goodwin. Oh, you know what? I didn't start recording. Goodness gracious. All right. Okay, thanks, everybody. I'm Kara Goodwin, host of the Meditation Conversation. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to have the amazing Maureen St. Germain joining us today. So we are live streaming this for the Conscious Awakening Network. So we've got some of you joining us here on Zoom. We are on the Conscious Awakening platform. And if you ever want to join these, you can register just like all of you did on Zoom or who have joined the Zoom, but you're always welcome to register. So you can join us here on Zoom that way you can ask questions you can interact and that's what i would love to invite you to do today for those of you who are here with us on zoom maureen has graciously invited questions in so you can use the chat you can type things in you can raise your hand there's a little icon under the reactions where you can raise your hand if you want to ask your question um, on you know face to face you're welcome to do that so, Maureen, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to talk to you today.
1: Thank you. I'm delighted to be with you and and to be able to reach people in this way. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, it's it is. It's wonderful. I um I want to do a little intro before we get started. So, I think most, I think everybody here knows Maureen, but Maureen St. Germain has over 25 years of experience in the area of mystical and sacred traditions. She's known as the practical myst- the practical mystic. She's a prolific teacher and facilitator of spiritual knowledge for contemporary life. A lifelong interest in the Akashic Records resulted in her being granted access to this dimension that's been off limits to most of humanity for millions of years. She's the founder of Akashic Records International and an extremely accurate Akashic Records guide and instructor. So Maureen, I'm so excited to talk to you. I wonder if we can just, let's start with the practical mystic. Can you explain a little bit about what makes you the the pra- a practical mystic?
1: Um, well, I was I've been doing spiritual teaching for many many years, and I didn't leave my corporate job right away. I have four sons, and I put them uh, all but one through college, and so my my cohorts at work began calling me the practical mystic. And so when I was out teaching, um, I was given that uh moniker. And I was also featured in a book in uh Wisconsin called Famous Wisconsin Mystics. And that's where they called me the practical mystic. So everybody called me that. That's where it came from. And the reason I think that they did that, or reason why people think that, is because I have a desire to make the spiritual knowledge usable. Um, I used to say, uh well, you know, um, I'm like Betty Crocker for spirituality, but then I realized that was dated. So then I started saying, I was like Martha Stewart and helping people get the most out of life. but then she went to jail. So I quit saying all of it. <laughs> and that's why we just say the practical mystic. And so, you know, that I have a good sense of humor. I and that's love what makes it. it. Practical, you know?
0: Yes. Okay. That's, that's brilliant. So would you say that you're psychic? Is this kind of part of the the practical mysticism?
1: Uh, I am plugged in. I don't like uh, the reference to being psychic only because it implies that you're only accessing a certain realm and I'm accessing a very high realm when I give information. So <clears throat> it's not quite the same as a psychic reading, for example.
0: Okay, so would that be maybe the difference between like accessing um the the collective consciousness versus the akashic records realm or how would you explain well
1: the collective consciousness is the could be the equivalent of the akashic records because the collective consciousness might include everything what i will say is there's layers of just like we have layers of of the sky let's say the ionosphere and the stratosphere and so on there are layers of uh, energy that are around us and available to us. And so when people access information about you as a, as in a psychic reading, they're often reading from the fourth dimension. I'm already at the 11th dimension when I'm reading for people. So there's a huge leap and I'm not channeling through all those dimensions. I have the the tool that I use to get into the records is a, way to portal or tunnel in so that you are not going through all the records and as a matter of you know all the, the layers as a matter of fact and um, that is the whole point of people opening the akashic record modern time opening the akashic records is that you can access the akashic records without having uh, a mastery to achieve that level so in the old days shamans and mystics could access the Akashic records, but most, most, you know, everyday people couldn't. And today, everyday people can.
0: Mm. So what would be the difference in the information if it's um, acquired from the 11th dimension
1: versus kind of
0: the fourth dimension, for example?
1: Well, when people are seeking information, uh, a psychic reading, they're looking for information about the future. Generally, they're looking to find out if this love affair will work out or this job will work out, or, you know, will I ever get pregnant? Those kinds of things. In the Akashic Records, when you ask questions, you're asking more about your um, emotional situation. So you're asking, um, you know, why did my brother uh, say that awful thing to me? Why? Uh, what, is, what is my soul's purpose? um how can i actualize my purpose how can i actualize myself like that
0: okay so do you find that the the people that come to you and want to access the akashic records there's just naturally kind of a difference in in what they're
1: wanting to engage with not everyone understands that the value of the akashic records is a very high guide a high loving guidance And so, sorry, bear with me one second. I was just muting everybody.
0: And I think I accidentally muted you, Maureen. Let me find you in here. Oh, can you unmute?
1: uh, That happens. Okay, excuse me. So, so the people who, uh, it's not always true that people have a preference, but maybe they're very spiritual and they don't feel like they want a psychic reading and it feels like the Akashic records might be better. Or might be holier or or more about their spiritual path and it is now um you know there's nothing wrong with having a, a psychic greeting if that's what you want when we get a client who signs up we immediately send them a document that explains this is not a psychic greeting and uh we primarily give you answers to questions that you are asking about you, yourself, and your relationships. Psychic readings definitely involve time. Now, we don't predict anything in the records, but we can give you uh, uh, stories or uh, experiences that are going to lead you to understand the future. For example, I had a client, a regular client, and she was winding up her reading, and she said, Oh, by the way, I'm moving into a new apartment. It's a two bedroom and I I've got this gay guy. That's going to be my roommate. I want to know how that's going to work out. And the record keeper said it will be fine until the luster wears off. Mm. And she said, luster. What, what luster? Does that mean he's not going to stay? And the answer was yes. And then she said, well, when will he leave? Now at that point, they were already deep in the rabbit hole and that information was flowing. So the answer was given and they said July and here was May and she was moving in in June. And so uh, she said, of what year? Because she couldn't fathom that her roommate would move in in one month and then leave the following month. But it turned out badly. The man had gotten involved in drugs, lost his job, and everything just went south. Um, And then she asked, well, should I uh, have someone else as a roommate? And this is the wisdom part of the record keepers. And they said, keep your date with this man. It will lead you to the timing to have the roommate of your dreams. So a month later, when she was looking again for a roommate she met a woman and they became such good friends that they even scheduled a movie night together once a week. Wow! So that's the cool part, you know, and, and it isn't actually prediction per se, it's really reaching into that experience. And, and think about this, if you knew you were gonna be involved in a situation where you were gonna be disappointed and your roommate was gonna drop out it softens the blow. Just like if you, if you um, because I'm so plugged in, I every I have been fired a few times in life when I worked in the corporate world. And um every time I knew ahead of time what when I was gonna be let go. One time I was actually told the exact time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: really helpful. <laughs> yeah. And it, it makes you kind of tune into the reality that there is more happening than just, you know, there, that there
1: is kind of a divinity. And I, I, to be fair, I think that that information I got about being let go had, had came through, came through my higher self because of the higher self work that I teach. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty, it's pretty darn uh, awesome.
0: Yes, it is. It is. It's, you're, you're very connected. I, um. I know we've had quite a few people who have joined since we began, so I just want to reiterate: if anybody wants to ask a question, you can raise your hand, um, take the opportunity to connect with Maureen; she's incredible. You can also—I'm trying to keep an eye here on the chat, so um, you could uh, type your question in, and I'll try to a- try to ask that for you. Um, yeah, Maureen, you're you're so connected, and what's beautiful is that through that connection it uplifts those who you're connecting with and I've experienced this for myself because even the very first time that you and I connected it was so synchron it was so synchronous synchronous synchronistic synchronistic thank you. I I always say synchronicity. I'm like how would you use it that- in this way okay um but I was literally washing my face one night thinking I mean, we've never connected. And I was like, I really want to invite Maureen to be on the podcast. And I'm, th- I'm like, you know, mentally drafting this email while I'm washing my face. And I go downstairs and I get on my computer to email you. And I had an email from you. And again, like that was the very first time that we, you know, we didn't know each other. And it wow. was so, it was such, I was like, I literally just opened my laptop only to email you. Um and so it's like you are so tuned in. And um and like you you gave examples on your own um of your own experience there of of knowing when you were going to be um let go. Bird. But then <laughs> <laughs> but then you know when those things come through so strongly it's so uplifting you know it, it makes anybody you're interacting with then kind of light up and, and feel that divine connection that comes through so strongly. So it's really beautiful. Thank you. I can see here a message. Let's see. Jessica says I'm in a twin flame path. How can I tap in to find out exactly what I'm to be doing? Do you have any thoughts about that?
1: Well, when she says she's in a twin flame path, does that mean that there's two of them? I, I'm not quite clear on that, so I'd like some clarity um and and the question above it as well, um, the, accessing the akashic records is fairly easy. in fact, it's so easy that you're gonna think nah, that's not that's not possible so so now you get to trust me, you can get the book or you can take a class at my school. um this is called uh, Opening the Akashic Records. And it's available on Amazon, it's available on audio. And it is a required reading for people who are um, taking the coursework. We um, give you training so that you have access, plus you also have the benefit of being trained by a mystic. And, And we give a lot of mystical information supplemental to any other course. And we also make sure that you get your higher self connection going. And so all these things roll into a much bigger package than just taking an Akashic Records class. And we've been told by people who have studied with other people and then decide to take our class that they feel like they get so much more from our training. Um, and it, get, it you know gets gets you over that hump of, I'm not psychic. I can't do this. And, oh, yes, you can. And the reason you can is because there's an, there is a dispensation from source to allow us to have access to answers, to riddles, to issues, so that we can make better decisions. And why is that? Because we are at the end of the Kali Yuga, and we are moving to a new age, and we all are going to go together. So we want to help one another get there. And having the ability to make better decisions is really, really powerful. Um I'll I'll share with you a story about a man who called in on the radio and asked why his daughter had been treating him so badly. He said he was a good father, he meditated regularly, he taught her her what he knew and here she's now on her out on her own and she's just treating him horribly and the record keeper through me said you and she were arch enemies in a past life you continued your spiritual growth but she did not this time you agreed to sponsor her she still feels like you're the enemy you your opportunity is to continue to love her anyway and at some point in the next few years, she will come around. Now, if you're a parent, knowing that all you have to do is keep sending the cards or the presents and reaching out, whether they get you get a response or not, it's like a it's like you you get your marching orders for the highest choice. And at some point, they turn around. And the same thing happened to me. One of my sons had and uh, and an, I'll call it an attitude. And, you know, wasn't speaking to me and, and trying to make trouble in the family. And one day his girlfriend said to him, aren't you going to open that Christmas present from your mom? And he said, no, he said, "It's from my mom. Like, you know, I don't like her. And she said, well, can I open it? And it was some glassware that I had picked out from a museum. And I had checked in and I had gotten that he would like it. So she said, these are gorgeous, you know. I think there's something wrong with you. Your mom seems pretty normal to me. So he decided that her input was important enough that he reached out to me. And he said, I'd like to meet up with you when I'm in Wisconsin. And so on my way, I was actually at a conference in Wisconsin. And so I had my car and I was gonna go meet him at a restaurant. And halfway there, I was terrified just terrified and I pulled over and I asked my guides, why am I so afraid? And my guide said, because you're afraid he will tell you he doesn't want to ever have anything to do with you anymore. And so exactly the opposite was what was happening. And he was choosing to reconnect with me and When all this went down and I was still paying for his college early on, you know, a few years earlier, maybe two or three years earlier, I remember being in a really tight situation financially and said to myself, well, I want to know when he's going to appreciate me because I'd just written another check for 5k. I had emptied out my savings account and then I'd gotten fired. It was one Mm -hmm. of those all related, right? So, um, I asked this question in my head thinking you know how you complain to yourself sometimes and my guides came in and said when he was 20 when he's 28 and when they said that I burst out laughing because I thought that was the funniest thing I'd ever heard I'm thinking tomorrow would be good yeah. or next week would be okay <laughs> you know and here they're telling me it's like 5 years from now when I got that message I understood that I was holding up a fence and I didn't realize I was doing this I didn't realize that I had um, a hidden expectation or a subliminal expectation that he appreciate all the sacrifices I had made for him. So I put it, I just took it all away and said, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I'm good. And it didn't take five years. It only took two years. Oh, So now
0: that's powerful.
1: I, I know that
0: I'm sure everybody can appreciate that, but as a parent of teenagers, I very much appreciate that because they change so much and it does start to feel like, wait, aren't we on the same team? And it's <laughs>
1: any tools yeah. that we can yeah. have. And for, for, for anyone who is a parent of a teenager, my uh, highest advice is to say to them when they tell you something that's going on, well, how are you going to solve that, honey? And the other phrase you can use is, I know you'll make the right decision. Mm-hmm. And that is really hard as a parent, because as a parent, we want to jump in and say, oh, when I was your age, blah, blah, blah. Or if it were me, I would do this. And they don't need that. They've already been well-trained by you. You've put your time in, and now it's their time. And the only difference between them and you at this juncture is experience and confidence. So if you give them the confidence that they're going to make the right decision, guess where they will pull their decision from? Everything you've taught them. Right. And they won't have to oppose you because they are free to make whatever decision they want. Mm. And they also have the feeling, oh, my God, it's on me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. If she tells me I can't go to that party because they, they're doing drugs or something, um, I'm going to go just to spite her. But if she says, well, I'm sure you make the right decision, what what if something happens? it's all my decision. So it changes how they think. Wow. There's a lot there.
0: I love that. Thank you. <laughs> mm. Okay. So we've got Jessica has uh, raised her hand. So let me, I'm going to, I think you should be able to unmute Jessica. There we yeah. go.
2: Hi. Hey, Maureen. Hi. So, um, all right, so I asked the question. I'm the one, and it was supposed to say on a twin flame path, which I have just put all of this together. Um, I've been seeing 111 since I was 19, and um, basically, I met somebody uh, five years ago four four and a half years ago, and it was the catalyst for my spiritual awakening. And I started having all kinds of spiritual um, phenomena, being told that I draw everything, you know, I draw everything I need to grow and evolve my spirit, that all I have to do is love. Um, You know, what happened was he triggered every single core wound within me. uh, Although the whole time I'm blaming him, like, you're the narcissist, you're this, you're that. And we just were just not getting along and there was some real fear in within him and he did couldn't tell what the resistance was he didn't want me to leave but we just were not able to um really get along and so when one of our last arguments this man's voice came and it was audible and said you are here to wake him up and I didn't even know what any of this meant you know so I left. Are you still with this man? No, we we we've separated. We've been separated since August, and then all of this Saint Germain material started to appear in my reality. Right. So here. Well, I can tell
1: you, I you know, I can tell you from my own experience being with my twin flame that um, it is very difficult because your partner can see through everything you do oh my god yes and they can call you out on every little thing and so that's both the good news and the bad news the good news is it 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 really turns you into a sterling character and it teaches them patience because one of the things that you're you're saying look i'm not saying it, what you're saying i'm not going to tell you you're wrong i'm going to tell you you need to be more gentle you know mm-hmm. if you, you, you know if if you're trying to train a tree you don't push and push and push till the branch breaks you you know you slowly prune it and you let, do it with love so there's two lessons there one for the person who is highly critical and one for the person who's the recipient of that criticism and the person who's the recipient of the criticism is usually a pretty highly evolved person and they don't realize those little things are like chips in the enamel on a car so you you know they're not noticeable right away but if you're looking really closely they are And why is that important? Because if you are to help others and teach others, those little spots are going to be brought out in the public eye and you're going to wish you'd fixed them. So they're actually doing you a favor.
2: Right. And I did do the healing. I've been being divinely guided for the last four years since this all happened, but now I'm being shown that, you know, and you're probably not going to believe this. And that's why I know you popped into my reality. Um, I'm just going to say it. He's an Aquarian and his middle name is Jermaine. And Lady Portia showed up in my reality. And so now I'm like, there is something big. I was just at told Friday to leave my job. Literally a 36 year career of hairdressing. I had to walk away from because there's something I'm supposed to do. Something very big. But I'm being pulled away from that to allow myself time to learn and grow into what I'm supposed to be doing. And I don't know how to access exactly what uh, it is that I'm supposed to be doing. How do I figure that out?
1: Well, this is big. Yeah, it is big. Number one, you want to keep a journal and, and write in your journal every day. And you can write whatever you want. You don't have to make it an agenda item, but you want to write, this is what's going on today. This is how I feel about it like that. And then the next thing you want to do is learn how to open the Akashic records. And we do have coursework in our school and we do have a training program that we're uh, bringing out that will help people grow a business, not just a, a skill. Um, And so I understand because, you know, I did the same thing. I had a nice corporate job and I was told, I I went to the altar and said, okay, I'm ready. And a couple of weeks later, I was fired. And the thing that you want to understand is the money is there. You're just not sure where it's coming from. And that's another thing that I tell people when you get a bill or something like that, that you're, you're stressing out over because you figured out you had enough money to pay the rent and this and this and this. And, and suddenly you're, you know, got an advertising bill you forgot about your phrasing is, I know source knows something. I don't know because I don't know how this is going to get paid, but my guidance was to go ahead and buy that. So, you know, you pay attention and you follow your higher self. Now the higher self protocol is a big deal. So, I want to tell everyone, don't just assume you are getting your higher self connection. It's very common for people to be channeling energies and entities that are not 100% God light. So that's my number one rule of thumb. If you don't specify, if you're not of 100% God light, you must leave. And if you're 100% God light, I will be happy to work with you. That's really, really important. Number two, in our training, we... we every time we open the records we insist that we're working with beings of 100% god light and i have i have the unfortunate uh position of having to identify for people when they're not channeling beings of 100% god light i had a woman approach me at an event uh, a week long event and she told me how much she loved my work and she loved study you know studying my material but she didn't need to take any of my classes because she already had a good connection with her higher self blah 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 and I said, well, good for you. That's awesome. And later that week, she had a session with one of the other teachers at this event. And she came back to me and she said, I'm so upset. This lady told me that I'm channeling a dark entity. And I I nodded. And I said, you didn't ask my opinion. I would have told you then. So I don't go around telling people and I sure as heck, I'm not going to tell anybody on the show here today. So don't even ask if you ask, I'll, I'll ignore the question. So don't ask. (laughs) I'm not in a position to be connected to you in the way that would allow me to have that answer. So just be real clear about that. Um, So that's, that's a scary part because there's a lot of people that this has happened to people that are close to me that thought they were channeling higher stuff but what happens is there's a tell there's something that happens you get told something by your guidance that is too wacky too strange and it doesn't it isn't something you would do it isn't something you would do in uh real life so you don't you recognize okay that's it that's I'm not working with this anymore and I'm going to start over now the higher self protocol that i teach is is available on my free app so the app is called illuminate and it's available for android and iphone it's in the wisdom section there are three steps three protocol and you do need to do a little meditation where you ask your ask for some specific information and then you practice for 45 days and at the end of 45 days You have new DNA. And so you are able to allow that information to be accurate for you. But you spend 45 days practicing. You know, it's like when you practice playing basketball, you stand there at the foul line and you shoot hoops. You don't pay any attention to the ones that miss, but you notice the ones that went in and what you did. And that's what we're doing with practice.
2: Thank you. And I'll sign up for your class too. Thank you so much, Maureen.
1: I love it. And
0: I, I'm going to, I can't wait to read that book next. I've read Beyond the Flower of Life and, and I'm like, oh yes, let's learn about opening the Akashic Records. That's amazing. Yes. Highly recommend Beyond the Flower of Life. That's wonderful. Thank you, Jessica. Thanks for sharing that with everybody. Um, Fiona, let me ask you if you can unmute there. Would you like to come on and ask Hi. a
3: question? Hi. Hi, Maureen. Hi. Um so yeah, I, I signed up for this webinar because I thought we was gonna talk about our, you know, how to access R5D. So, um, now I, I had I'm just plugging in my computer. I had a really bad accident June the nineteenth last year. And, um, it, it took quite a while for me to accept this information that came through and I actually reached out for to someone else for confirmation, but I was really, um, I, I was meant to die in that accident. Uh, another energy came came in and, and just took control of my van and flipped it over on its on its roof and, um, a star being came in and, and, and saved me and, it's it's kind of like my whole life flipped around when my fan flipped around, like all my savings when everything happened at, at the same time. So yeah, I'd I'd love if you if you get anything about that, I'd I'd love to know. And also, um, I but I do feel that since the accident, I've really entered a, a different level of of love and light in myself, and I feel that 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 was the purpose really of the accident was to kind of you know the star being just said, look, why are you not being the star being that you are? You know, come on, there's, there's more, and you know it. And then left like that. That was it. <laughs> this is why we saved you for this reason. You know that that's my interpretation. That last bit of the
1: sentence. Do you uh, still have a communication with the beings that saved you?
3: Not often, but I do believe I have a very clear connection to my higher self and. And always have done, and have always followed the guidance, and it's always worked out.
1: Um, well, in fact, it I'm sounds told like not. you're doing exactly what you're supposed to do. And I wouldn't uh, question it. You're a part of the new normal. Yeah, well, I've, else is I've always been going part
3: on. of the new normal. My life has been very different than most people. I live off grid. I'm building the inside of my own um, cabin. And so I'm just suffering a lot with my body. I've not got the fitness or the strength that I used to have since the accident. Mm -hmm. I I can't seem to bring it back. My energy, I get tired quickly. So spiritually I feel like I'm doing amazing, but physically I'm still struggling with stuff.
1: Um, A lot of the times when we have physical Uh, discomfort, it's because we're resisting something. So I would highly recommend you check out The Emotion Code by Bradley Nelson and learn how to treat yourself to clear out emotions that are stuck in your muscles and in your organs. And that will help a lot. Um, It is something you can do for yourself. Even my hairdresser does it. So um, it's a really interesting uh, body of knowledge. And I have a feeling that you're going to be writing something important. So you know, keep your journal on what you've done and how you're feeling, and then uh, learn the emotion code. You know, you can buy books, you can take trainings online, and and uh, learn how to do it. Now I work with
3: people. I've got a degree in psychology, and I gave up being a psychologist because I realized that my intuition worked a lot quicker. I could help people get to the, the core of the issue and therefore help them see it, help them understand it and clear it very quickly. I've not always believed that I can do that for myself, but I'm you know, I I can do it. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of aware that, that there must be something I'm not seeing and that's why I haven't got my energy back. But part of me is like, is it just because I'm going through menopause? No
1: No excuses. I mean, You had lots of energy beforehand and uh, you can get it back.
3: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: And don't, no excuses. You know, even the whole thing about menopause is programming, programming on us, programming to slow us down. You know, we're looking for a reason why things are the way they are. And our job is to step into our power and fix it not worry about why see because in the 3d way of looking at things and that's really what this whole uh, conversation is supposed to be about in a 3d way of looking at things we look at at reasons that made something happen so that we can fix it so if if i'm tired because of menopause then maybe i can take a pill that will help me get through menopause or maybe i can sleep more because i need it but when Mm -hmm. we are in 5d we look at this and we say what is it that I need to know what is going on rather than the reason is X. And that's huge because when we move into the fifth dimension, we have the capacity to transform ourselves. Sometimes it's, you know, baby steps at a time, but you can transform yourself and, and heal yourself. I met a guy at the gym this morning who had a, um, uh, uh, a a cyst in his brain. Um, and they operated and, and, but before they could operate to remove it, he was paralyzed in his whole right side. And he's now walking. He's on this, on the, uh, stair step machine. He's, uh, able to use both hands. He's got full motion uh, mobility. He's got it all. Mm -hmm. And he was completely paralyzed on one side, you know? So, and, and this was, an you know, this is a guy over 60. So, you know, we can choose to fix it. And it might take a little bit of time. It might take us working on our emotional wounds because emotional wounds are behind our problems. And we can look at other tools that will help us clear our field. A lot of times we have people who have moved into us that need to be cleared from us. And it's very, very important that you do clearing work on a regular basis. Um I can well, Reed, give you lots.
0: I'm Go sorry, ahead. you you've written two books on 5D. Um yes. correct? And the third one's coming out later
1: this year. Oh. Would do you think either of those might be helpful too for Fiona? Well, yes, but here's in I do talk about clearing and waking up in 5D. And I'm I think I talk about it a little bit in in 5D self. But what I want to say about All of this. There's a a a very small book that I wrote called um, "Reweaving the Fabric of Your Reality," and it's all about clearing work and why there are entities and why they move in. Um, You know, there's many stories on on um, adults whose parents moved into them when they died or passed, and you know, I I had a client who had a stepfather that she um, looked after a little bit. And when he passed, suddenly she couldn't breathe and he had emphysema. So we cleared her and sent him to the light because people who die that don't go to the light are afraid and so they stick around here. Now you're not allowed to stick around. You know, it's it's like uh, you're not allowed to speed on the highway, but lots of people do because until you get caught, what's the big deal? So souls that pass on, may hang out here and if you remember that old movie called ghost they actually show that to you so you can kind of get a sense of what that's like and if you've never seen it and you want to know yeah. what it's like definitely watch it it's it's a fun movie to watch um so understand that you know you can pick up people in the grocery store i was with a friend in the grocery store and he was buying the groceries and. The lady in front of him was taking forever to pay. She was finding money in her pockets and her purse and everywhere. And, you know, he, I could see he was getting a little anxious. So when we got home, I looked at this man and I said, what's wrong with you? I could tell that he, he was, said something weird to me or he acted in a strange way that was not his normal way of behaving. And as soon as I used the what word, what's, go- what's wrong with you, my guides came in and said, the little old lady, he cleared her by his interest and concern for her. And so you can pick up entities in the hospital, in the graveyard, in the grocery store. So that's what you think is happening, that I've got an entity. Yeah. So you 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 want to clear all that. There's three videos that I created on my YouTube channel, and they're all about five or 10 minutes long. They're very short. That'll teach you how to clear yourself and how to clear people remotely. Yeah,
3: uh, yeah I, I clear people all the time, so I, I can clear myself. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so can much, you, Fiona.
1: Yeah, thank you. And and can we go to Raina? She had yeah. a really nice question.
0: Yes. Let's check. Yes, can you Raina, find her? I've got her here. I've asked you to unmute. Yeah, here
1: she is. Hi. Oh, wow. I Hi. didn't know I
4: was going to be up right away. <laughs>
1: oh, wow. yeah. Well, you know. Um, okay. So, uh, um, there are a number of things that you can do. First of all, I would advise you to. Sorry, learn to let's. Your... Can Can you um, read? I'm trying to find it here. I can read it if you want. Or, or Reina, can you? Ask? I can it came in you. at 10:30. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah, I um, I recently started getting AT interference uh, when I was awakened. Before that, I was able to muscle test and it be like 95 percent accurate. Now it's like. N- less than 50% accurate. And I can never, they always lie and tell me they're a source or they're an angel or something and they're not. And I can never figure out what I need to do in order to stop this from happening.
1: Okay. So number one, you want to learn the higher self uh, connection protocol because that is a fail safe. They can't interfere with that because it's you and your higher self. It's not an outside Experience. I can influence your your um, pendulum or muscle testing just sitting across the table from you at dinner. You know, I can see you doing it. I can I can send energy that'll change it. So, what you want to realize is those things are good for maybe vitamins or what healing methods to use and things like that. But when you have an important question, you want to ask your higher self. All of us in five D are integrating our higher self into our physical bodies. This has never been done before. So we're bringing our higher self in. So you you want to get comfortable with that. And the way you do that is through the higher self connection. So get the app, it's free, and get that into that wisdom section and follow that protocol for 45 days. And remember when you're doing this protocol, it's very important that you don't ask questions about other people. And you don't ask predictive questions and you don't double check it. So if you ask, uh, is it my highest and best good to watch a movie tonight? Don't then use your pendulum or your muscle testing to check it because that's the whole purpose of the protocol is you set aside everything that you're currently using and just work with this protocol and it's the same reason you don't learn french and german at the same time so it's it's not just make something bad or wrong but simply i'm i'm taking it higher you know when when you drive a nice car and it's new but maybe it's a less expensive car when you can uh Uh, when you have a bigger income, you might buy a nicer car. They're both cars, they both take you where you wanna go. But the nicer cars has more comfort, has more luxury. And so when you work with the higher self, that energy that's you in a higher uh, vibration, it is you connecting to source because your higher self is plugged into source, just like the uh, transmitter for uh, a um, transformer, for your computer. And it steps down the power. So your connection is being brought in by your higher self. So it's easier to connect with source because you are working with your higher self and your higher self knows what you know, and the higher self knows what you care about. And let me give you an example. When I was working in the corporate world and my job, one of my jobs was to get publicity for my nonprofit. And i had called this reporter all day long and never got a response, never got a call back. And so I'm on my way to work and wait, excuse me, I'm on my way finishing work. And my guides came in and said, my higher self came in and said, uh, call the guy. And I said, no, I, I'm hungry. I want to go home and have dinner. Call the guy. No, I've got kids at home. They're hungry too. They are waiting on me to come home and make dinner call the guy. So I did. I don't, if I get told three times, I, even when I'm arguing with my higher self, I'll still do it. So my uh, phone call, the guy picks up that reporter picks up and he says, Maureen, how could you possibly know that I would be here at this time? It's five till five. And all I could do was laugh. And then that's not the best part. So I succeeded in getting through to the guy. But not only that, but my story made the front page of the largest newspaper in the state the next day.
4: Wow. Oh, And I'll, um, that's awesome. I'm definitely, I downloaded the app and I'm going to down do the uh, higher self thing. But the thing I do is the divine muscle testing, which is also um, asking my higher self and source. Um, I understand. And- but so you're still using
1: your body, which can be influenced, unfortunately.
4: Okay. And then um, when I, 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 this whole thing started was when I started healing and clearing um, entities and ETs and stuff like that and started learning how to do all that stuff. And I even put up um, wards, protection seals, and even the 12D shield and field all over me. And they're still messing with me, not only through my head, but um, through my body and through uh, my families too. They gave, gave my mom like a per, like a heart attack. I had to go to the emergency room on Christmas, and like you know, like they they keep messing with me in those those ways. And I've never had anxiety anxiety attacks in my whole life until that started.
1: Okay, so the people who taught you these other methods need to know what you're experiencing. That's number one. If you haven't talked to them about it you need to. And number two, I highly recommend you do more meditation and more prayer and invoke beings of 100% God light, uh, call on the ascended masters. There is a group of beings called the golden sheets that came in in the last five years, and they provide a filmy protection around you that makes you less of a threat to your enemies, less of a threat to those that would want you to fail. And because you're poking the bear, the bear's coming after you. So you want to be able to disappear from their visibility. And you can also invoke the cloak of invisibility. So if you haven't been taught those things, then maybe you need to study with somebody who will teach you those things.
4: Okay. And um, so, yeah, that's awesome. I'm definitely going to be looking into them. Though um, I have, um, uh, see, now they're making me. Uh, forget what I was about to say about it. Oh, oh yeah. Here, my mission. So that's the reason I started healing and clearing them. Was that was part of my mission? One mm-hmm. of my missions to do it. Um, and obviously, they're doing this so I can stop um, healing them. Uh, and but I'm. That's my mission. I can't stop. Well,
1: you know, if if you if this is your mission, then you know you need to be calling on Ashtar Command and the ET forces of light. And if you're not doing that, then you're out there, you know, a lone ranger. You're not fighting fighting Battlestar Galactica style if you're by yourself. So you need to yeah. be invoking your the beings of light who are on the side of the light and can help you.
4: Okay. Mm-hmm. And is your yeah. is your stuff um like your courses? are they able to help me in this way because I reached out to the person <laughs> that taught me and stuff, and they just told me I have to buy into another level in order to figure it out. Well, um, yeah, I think I think that that's true that you could
1: find what you're looking for in our training programs. But I will also uh, suggest to you, that you read some of my books and start working with the Ascended Masters, the Galactic Command, Ashtar Command, the ETs of the Light, and so on. And if you don't know who those guys are, then it's incumbent upon you to find out who they are. And I can steer you in that direction um, at another time.
4: Okay. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Maureen. You're welcome. God bless. Thank you. Thank you, Raina. Okay,
0: Carolyn, can I ask you to come in here?
5: Hello, pleased to meet you, Cara.
0: Hi, thanks for being here. Um, it was a pleasure speaking with you yesterday, Maureen. I ordered it was.
1: You,
5: I ordered your book. It's arriving today, and I'm going to sink into it. Looking forward to that. My question is my hands get hot a lot, especially at night, like really, really hot. Sometimes
1: my feet, but mostly my hands. Do you have insight into what, what's happening? Well, what are you doing when your hands get hot? Anything.
2: They just get hot. I could be making dinner. I could be going to the washroom. I could just be walking. They, they get physically, well, they radiate.
1: The, the hand is one of the energy points. So if they get hot and let's say your palms get ruddy, um, it's a sign that you're really plugged in. So it's it's reflecting that connection that you have established or have brought in. Um, and, and it's also an opportunity for you. So when your hands get really hot, you might finish what you're doing and then take a moment and go journal and, and see what comes through. You might be surprised. It's perfect. It's um, validation for
5: me. I did ask my higher self what it meant. And so that's what I got. Thank you.
0: Very good. Oh, beautiful. Love that. Thank you, Carolyn. All right, Sean, let's see, Sean, are you ready? Can, can you unmute there?
6: Yes. Hi. Good afternoon.
0: Hi, welcome.
6: Thank you. Um, so I have two small questions. The first one is I'm in the middle of doing the 45 day higher self activation. And I just finished the beyond the flower of life. And, um, I was wondering, is there a first mudra for the first six or seven breaths, or is it just like whatever you feel like?
1: If you're doing the Merkaba, the mudras are taught in the um, video that's available to purchase. And so the mudras are very specific for the merkaba Is that what you're asking about?
6: Yeah, I know that the two mudras at the end are... Um, the balancing of the male and female, but the first six breaths, I don't think there was a picture in the book.
0: I think the book is an accompaniment to the course. Is that right?
1: Right. Right. So uh-huh. the first, the mudras are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. This is also an alternate for 14
6: got it okay thank you for th- for clarifying that and the second question it kind of relates to reina's question um but just wanted to bounce off that but i'm in a very pivotal time in my life right now and i'm finally stepping into my power and like gaining a lot of um attention from the world and i've been visited by the reptilians in my dreams so i wonder if i'm just supposed to keep you know, calling my guys and calling beings of light, or is there anything specific for the reptilians that you have
1: for me? Well, if, you, if you're if you sure they're the reptilians, um, the first thing you want to ask, are you have 100% God light? And if they're not, then banish them. You don't want to hold hands with anything. You know, it's very exciting. Oh, I'm important. They've come in, They're start, they're showing up. I can see them in my dream time, blah, blah, blah. Baloney, it's not enough. It's not enough. You need to demand that they're 100% God-like. And I'll tell you a funny story of a woman who had a dream that she was sitting on a park bench and a very handsome man came along and, you know, she could feel herself, you know, getting interested because he was so good looking. And he said, you know, I have the secret of youth. Would you like to know it? And the first thing she said back to him was, are you 100% God-like? And he said, well, no, but would you like the secret of youth? I can give it to you. And she said, get lost. So be, hold your standards high. You know, we all, all women have been told don't settle. So don't you settle.
6: Yeah, actually, I mean, this these reptilians are coming in as like evil entities instead of like being seductive. Like they're You so banish in the of- them.
1: You banish yeah. them. You call in Archangel Michael. You call in the Legions of Light. You call in the Ashtar Command. You call in the big guns. And if you don't understand this, then take the class called. Uh, clearing Entities, um, it's on my website. It's one of the courses that's available and you can take it online and and you'll learn a lot about these things so that you can have um, the knowledge to do this. You've already said you've come into your power. That means you can banish them. You're already powerful.
6: Got it. Thank you so much.
1: Beautiful. And by Thank the way, you. activating your makaba properly will also keep a huge distance, they will keep a huge distance from you. So my highest recommendation to you, Sean, is for you to get the course. It's, it's I don't know, $99, something like that. You, you know, people, people, for years and years and years, people paid $500 to take the class. So you can get it on on um, online and you'll learn all of these things and you'll properly learn how to open your, uh Merkaba and turn it on. And the Beyond the Flower of Life also has information on how to program your Merkaba. Is that the right one? Yeah, this one. And I will
0: just say that I have I've taken the course and read the book and they do go hand in hand. And I when I was reading Beyond the Flower of Life, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if this would make sense if I didn't already, you know, if I wasn't taking this course. So for me, they really went well together. Mm-hmm. And you reminded me of a really wild, um, experience that I had during that time when I was engaging with the book and the course where I was, um, kind of going to sleep. And sometimes when I go to sleep, I all have kind of visions and, and more like shaman, it feels like a shamanic journey. And I, I was kind of in that in between like theta state and I for some reason, I was kind of like imagining my Merkaba, and and then I imagined Maureen's Merkaba at Merkava and and um and I was like feeling somehow like feeling the way that it feels for her when it's active, and all of a sudden this helicopter in the it, like it midnight it came right through the house. My houses where I live are very close together. And it was like, I don't, it didn't stop outside my house, I will say, but it came so close. And I thought, how on earth is my husband sleeping through this? I looked out the window and I could see the light of the helicopter coming right (laughs) through the, like, between the rows of houses behind me. It was wild. And it happened like all of a sudden, it was like Maureen Merkaba,
1: boom. Boom. What is that noise? (laughs) Oh my goodness. It was wild. It was wild. So anyway, and just to be clear with everyone, the reason that that happens is because there is um, a group of people who are charged with the mission of tracking the illegal aliens, and we're not talking green cards here. And when someone turns on their Mercado, or in in Kara's case, she added mine. <laughs> <laughs> they thought she might have been an illegal alien that has popped into the reality and they're not allowed to be here. So they're checking it out Mm. (laughs) and they can tell that you're an ordinary human, but not from the distance. When you show up on whatever device they use to uh, capture that data. Mm. It was really wild. And and I do explain that in the book in the beyond the flower of life. And there's a lot, a lot of tools in this book for, Anybody, whether you're le- doing the Merkava or not.
0: Yes. It, I highly <laughs> recommend it. And thank you, Sean. Thank you for sharing and for coming on. Mm-hmm. Um, Maureen, do you have time for one more question? We've got mm-hmm. Trista here. Okay. Thank you. Trista, can you please um,
5: unmute there? Hello, Maureen. Hi. Hi. Talk to you today. Um, I have like two t- quick questions, I guess. Yeah. Um, my first question would be, I am like yourself and that I'm corporate, I'm actually in the corporate world right now. Um, my dad passed about two years ago, and that um kind of created a huge awakening. This is all very new to me, about two years new. I'm um I, I'm just fascinated and I'm learning so much right now. And um, it's definitely I'm not fulfilled obviously at, uh, in the corporate world whatsoever. And so I'm kind of learning where my new path is. Um, I'm not married, don't have children, um, have had doggy children. And so I have not figured out what my soul's path is yet, but just wondering if you have any guidance for someone like me or anyone else out there who is in the corporate world, but is trying to switch paths, Um, To something, you know, that's more soul fulfilling and might not have exactly what that is yet. And then my second question would be, um, I know that there is the Ascension um, uh, event that's in Sedona coming up. And then I know that there's also the immersion uh, also in March, but I'm just wondering if there's anything else on the horizon outside of March um, for those of us that might not be able to make those
1: events. I do offer a year-long training program called the Ascension Institute. Oh. Um, we open it up once a year, and um, I believe this is scheduled to open in May, Okay, and it runs from September to September. So that's a, a wonderful way to have a program that you show up for, you get growth, you get knowledge, and at the end of that, you probably will know what you want to do.
5: Okay, It opens in May.
1: So sign up up on my website so that you'll get that email.
5: Okay. Yeah, I do get your um I
1: do get announcements Mm -hmm. already.
5: So
0: wonderful. Was that did you say two questions? Did you get to ask them both?
5: I did. Yeah. That was that was about the event. And then just I don't know if you have any guidance, just (laughs) you know, for for anything around somebody trying
1: to look for. Well, I think we answered it with one.
0: Yeah, going to that.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Wonderful. Thank you, Trista.
1: Yeah. And you know, check out the book waking up in 5d. I think you'll find it useful.
0: Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Well, Maureen, I'm sorry, everybody for there were some amazing questions in the chat. I'm really sorry we didn't get a chance to hit everything. But I feel like the ones that we were able to ask covered a lot. Um, You have some incredible events, and and Trista mentioned a couple of them. Can you talk about how how can people learn more and and see you and interact with you?
1: Okay, so the first event that's coming up is on uh, the solstice, and it's the annual spring event that's done here in Sedona, and it's called Sedona Ascension Retreat. And And I'll be there, too. I can't wait and to see you. You I, I don't have the dates in front of me. You may know them it's better than me. The, I think it's the eighth through the tenth of March. Okay. Eighth through 10th of March. And then um then uh the um next event after that for us is the immersion event. And that is where the Gaia company, the Gaia TV company, um is opening their doors, they have a event space and they have invited, I don't know, maybe 20 speakers. And I have been one of the speakers that they invited. And these are world-class speakers. So it's very exciting. And um, that event is uh, also going to be broadcast. And for two days, you can watch anything you want on Gaia for free. So uh, go sign up as an interested party and and you'll be able to watch anything you want on Gaia for, for two days for free. If you decide you want to come to the event, you can get a $99 discount if you use my name, Maureen, as the discount code. So if, if you're deciding you want to go to, you would fly to Denver and then you would probably need to rent a car to get into Boulder where the actual event is located. And um, you will... Have an amazing experience. Uh, It's going to be phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. In that particular event, in addition to me teaching about 5 I there's also going to be a man that I've studied with for the past five years, and that's Ibram Karim, a man from Egypt who teaches biogeometry. And there's also another man that I studied with for 30 years. His name is Lee Holden, and he is a well known Qigong teacher. So I am super jazzed to be on the platform with these guys. Um, I can tell you that having that freedom to watch anything you want on Gaia, if you've never tuned to Gaia, this is your chance to check it out and do it completely free. And my event, (laughs) excuse me, my class will be at 11 a.m. on Friday, excuse me, on Saturday, 11 a.m. on Saturday. So you know, mark your calendar if you want to catch that. It's going to be a very enlightening training on 5D, and and we won't be taking questions live. Uh, it's only, my my talk is only one hour, and so it's jam packed with 5D information. So it'll be really fun to p- be part of that, even if it's online. And then uh, after that, we're looking at an event that we're going to do, I think, in April here in Sedona. Uh, just, just me and, and people who are interested in working with my material. Um, and so those are the things that are coming up that are right away. And, and as I said earlier, we'll be opening the Ascension Institute later in May, and we are, uh, have a special announcement, uh, at the end of this month that I will leave you hanging.
0: Oh my goodness. No fair.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, so, um, um, my closing uh, advice to stay in 5D is to say that I'm asking for a day of heaven on earth for me and everyone I come in contact with and everyone I'm in contract with Mm -hmm. and watch what happens. And if you do it for a couple of weeks and then you forget, then you'll really notice.
0: Yes, thank you for that because that was another thing I learned in Beyond the Flower of Life. And I implemented it and I was like, whoa, where has this been? And I forgot to keep using it. So I need to start doing it again because I was, I loved it. That's amazing. We are I am seeing in here that some of the um maybe the Gaia, it might be sold out. Do you know about that? Oh, you went on mute. Did I mute you? I'm sorry, hang on. Um, I don't know how that happened. Bear with me just a second. There you are. Okay. Can you unmute? Oh, it's still not working. Okay. Can you unmute? No, won't let you try maybe this one. Um, okay. can you try? That should and, work. Okay, there we go. Sorry about that.
1: Yeah, no worries.
0: Okay. do you know if the Gaia
1: event is it do you No, I going? don't actually, I haven't checked my email this morning, but um, but you uh, can
0: watch it live online.
1: It sounds yes, like. Yes, you can watch it live online. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure how you'd sign up for it yet. But there's lots of promotional material that we've put out. So check our emails, check our website, and you should be able to sign up uh, to attend uh, for free if you're not going to be there in person. Yeah.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much. This has just been, this has been amazing. Thank you, Maureen. Thank you, everybody who's joined. This has been lovely. I will, you'll have access to the recording. So be on the lookout for that. Thank you.
2: Everybody Sounds good.
0: Have, have a beautiful rest of the day. Thank you. Thank you
1: so much. Thank you all for coming. I
2: appreciate you.
0: Yeah. You. Will there be a recording? Yes, I will send that out.
2: Lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Maureen. See Bye. you.
0: In... Thanks. Bye.
1: Sounds good. Bye, Bye everyone.
0: Bye. Thank you.
2: All right.